0: Welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast, the most informational and entertaining auto detailing podcast, hosted by Marshall Hill of Total Auto Solutions and DJ Patterson of Eco Green Mobile Detailing. Grab a pint and enjoy.
1: (sighs) Hey, detailers, this is Parker. MTE Orlando is happening. You can pre-register now on MobileTechExpo.com. Use code PINTS for 15% off. And Sheldon said use hashtag MTE is happening when on social media. Go to MobileTechExpo.com and use code PINTS to save 15%. Enjoy the episode.
0: Welcome to the Pints and Polishing podcast. And uh, wow, I'm already uh, sipping into this one and super excited about this beer. Uh, Hey, Mr. Patterson. Oh, wait, Mr. Patterson's not here.
1: <laughs> hey,
0: what's up, Kenya?
1: Hey, what's up, Marty?
0: Hey, how are you?
1: I'm doing pretty good.
0: Good, good. Uh, so thanks for, uh, thanks for taking the time, having a little dinner. Where'd you take us?
1: Um, we're at Paul's Deli. Um, it's a place in Williamsburg, Virginia. Uh, my favorite place, and it's one of my customers' places that I do service. Um, so this is one of my go-to restaurants when I have guests like yourself in town.
0: All right, well, we are drinking the Hazy Tides uh, IPA from uh, River River Beach Brewing. Is Reaver Beach a thing? What's that? Yeah, that's
1: a thing. Um, I'm not too familiar with it. I'm not too big on the the beer scene, um, except for my local guys. Um, Who's the
0: little one next to
1: you? Oh, man, this is Kenya Jr. Oh, yeah? so he's um, trying to get my phone at the moment. So he's joining us. Oh no, he wants the mic. He
0: said, "What's up?" Say, "What's up?" I'll do what they used to do back in the day and go. ah. Can you say hi? No.
1: So he's being shy at the he moment. Is being shy. So he don't want to speak much, and um, he wants my phone on with YouTube Kids. I have to get YouTube Kids. Oh, YouTube
0: Kids is good. Yeah. Oh, hey, take it. Tell us what's up. Hmm? You gonna say what's up? No, you ain't gonna say hi.
1: How old is he? He's 2 years old. Cool. So he's the he's the one to leave I'm going to look forward to leaving a legacy to. Yeah. Um, not he likes cars. Yeah. He's he's watching Blaze the Monster Machine at the moment.
0: Oh. That uh, flipped that flipped his head around real fast. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Does he got a favorite character? Um, yeah, he likes uh
1: I guess Blaze. Mm-hmm. Um, and he also like Paw Patrol, which is
0: Marshall. <laughs> hey, there we go. We like that guy. <laughs> so yep. All right, so we're drinking. Uh, let's see. We said hazy ties, but so. But is that a beach? The Reaver is that a beach? Reaver Beach. Uh, like Virginia I said, I'm beach not. That's close.
1: Virginia Beach is close. So I'm not sure about Reaver Beach okay. at all. Maybe like they I said, just I'm, took the name. River, took the name. But. Yeah, but no, they probably have uh, establishment.
0: Yeah, uh, good beer. If you like hazy IPAs. Uh huh uh super clean got a nice little citrus note to it but not too too rough on the uh the after drink yeah. you know sometimes ipas can be a little rough a little bitter it's not
1: yeah this is very smooth
0: very I smooth, like it very smooth all right so kenya you, you know well when you get the microphone back uh i would like to learn more about you man um you know uh the community would love to hear more about who you are. You know, you and I have caught up a couple of times. Uh, uh-huh. had a nice little chat on the way over. Uh-huh. Uh, and, but let people know more about you, man.
1: Um, so, yes, I am Kenya Williams, the owner of I Shine for You Auto Detailing in Williamsburg, Virginia. Um, I've been in business about six years. Um, been at my current establishment going into my fourth year. Okay. Um, so the, the off- building
0: that I've, I met you at, you've been there for four years?
1: Correct. Cool. Going into my fourth year. Um, started off mobile. Um, it was just a side gig at a, at a time. and What were
0: you doing uh, for full time?
1: Um, I am a degreed mechanical engineer. Um, I uh, was a nuclear engineer. Helped putting the reactors in the newest aircraft carrier, which is the Gerald Ford in um, Newport News, Virginia.
0: Okay, so military?
1: No military. I'm an Old, Old Dominion University graduate. Um, with a, a degree in mechanical engineering
0: Okay And uh, he's going to let us know What he's going to do <laughs> Yes, so he wants the microphone He going to speak <laughs> Alright, say what's up Nope you going to sing for us? ABC Nope, he's not singing for us But Alright, I'm going to get back To this beer uh, When we think of uh, Hazy's and IPA's uh, like I said sometimes with IPAs it can get a little bit uh bittery but uh good thing for this one it's not. Good thing it's super chill. The fire's nice and warm. The fire's nice and warm. It's been cold out. <laughs> All right here, how about I give you this? One? Oh, you're going to take that one back? All right. Yeah, yeah. Let me see. We' still on yeah, still on, okay, cool all right, so so you're in college, uh, you get out of college, but where'd you grow up?
1: I grew up in Hopewell, Virginia, that's about twenty five miles south of Richmond Virginia um, i I um just like I said, I was always been around cars. my father was a shade tree, tree mechanic, and you know it was just one of the things. it was a Sunday ritual or Saturday ritual for me because my my grandmother loved to go to church and I had to clean her car. Oh, All the time So and it was black And she Ooh. still has that 2008 uh, Chevy Impala to this day mm. um, Chrysler New Yorker before I mean she kept it clean um, Then like I said it just turned into You know I found myself growing up Doing the same thing every Saturday Even when I was working So I just like man I must do love cars
0: Yeah Do you love cars or you actually enjoy The therapeuticness of cleaning the car
1: I really loving cars cuz um you know like I told you in my shop I have a I have that 2001 Chrysler Sebring.
0: You want me to my it? Oh,
1: you good. Um the 2001 Chrysler Sebring and that particular car is man, you know, it's something I can do with it. You know? So, you know, it doesn't matter if I have a Chrysler Sebring or a Maserati, you know, hey, a car is a car and you always to do something to make it cool to your liking and what have you. So, so what's your favorite car? Depends on the, the type of day. Okay. Um, I love the the Bentleys. I love the uh, Ferraris, but you know, I think I'm a Bentley guy. Yeah. Uh, because of its size, because it's you
0: get one car, it's the Bentley. It's the Bentley because
1: it, I found that myself. It matches my character, if you will. I'm laid back, I'm mellow, and I like to just cruise. cruise. You know, I'm not a need for speed. Those cars too too small for me. I'm I'm six feet four, man, so I gotta have something with some some leg room. <laughs>
0: some cruising as you go. Yeah. All yeah. right, all right. Yeah. Have you thought of uh have you thought of automation? Have you looked into cars that just drive yourself?
1: The Teslas are growing on me. Oh, up. man, I love it. They, they're growing on me, man. I got in a couple of them and um, some of the features that, are, you know, I like the sur- sound system and, you know, um, it's very comfortable. I found it to be comfortable. Um, but I don't think it's still my style. It's man. not your style. No, yeah. it's still not my style. I need something a little laid back.
0: Uh, so. Favorite car that you've cleaned? <sighs>
1: man. I oh, don't know, man. It, it's, it's been quite a few, and I, I can't put them, which one to be my favorite, man. And might want to ask me which one is the easiest. <laughs> hey, well, I was, you, that um, could be your answer. Right? Yeah, I think I want to say, man, it, it had to be the Hellcat, man. It. Oh. You know, I didn't ever really look at the Dodges like that um, until I had a Hellcat come through and I had the... Um, the B come through, then I was like, man, something about the yeah. I, I like the that roar, that kind mm-hmm. of that 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 loudness sound, if you will. All right. so
0: but but then your favorite car would go the other way into more of a
1: Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. unfortunately, yeah. I, I I had I did do a Rolls Royce Wraith and I did the um the Ghost Rolls Royce before, but you know, nothing like that Flying Spur or that Musain. Um, those are one of the ones I'm really, like, that. that's me. All
0: right, so do you drink beer on a regular basis, or you're not much of a beer guy? I'm,
1: I'm not much of a beer guy. I'm a social drinker. Um, I'm trying to lose the baby fat around the waist. Oh, from two years ago? From two years ago. All right. Yeah, yeah. I feel so, you, man. So, so I got I feel a little my, lazy.
0: My first kid, I was 175 my whole life. Wow. My whole life. could never budge. Wow. I have a kid and balloon up to 250.
1: yeah. Yeah, he blew me up, man. I was lazy. I got comfortable, yeah. got in my rhythm, and I was like, "Uh oh, I'm mm-hmm. 280 now, Heavy as I ever been." So now I'm on a downward spiral, man. Trying to come down and just be at a main, a healthy weight of 220. That's healthy my goal. weight at 220, all right. 220. So hopefully at next year's MTE, not 2021, but 2022.
0: Oh yeah. I, I should speaking be down speaking at of MTE 2021 though. Huh? Will we see? The great Kenya Williams at uh, MTE twenty twenty one.
1: If there is a MTE twenty twenty one, I will be there. I will be there in the serving on the board with the IDA, of course, and I will take part in all the festivities and things of that nature at MTE twenty twenty one.
0: All right. So if right, so you're the second person lately that has or lately that has said if MTE is happening. Yep. Sheldon, what's our hashtag? Hashtag MTE is happening. Uh, Mobile Tech Orlando 2021 hashtag MTE is happening. So, hey, so we'll see you there then, right? Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I will be there on the spot now. Yeah, on the spot. yeah. I will be there. <laughs>
1: I will be there.
0: Uh, it, uh, you know, I get it. There's a lot of people wondering if 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 stuff's going to happen since uh, we never would have imagined SEMA would have closed down. I mean, so much stuff pre 2021 pre Corona, right? Uh, Post-corona, how much is it going to be different? We already know that uh, Mobile Tech Orlando will be different because only 400 people are allowed into the Education Day. Wow. So if somebody wants to go to Mobile Tech Orlando and go to the Education Day, they need to get their pass now. And when you go to MobileTechExpo.com, if you want to save 15% and be one of the 400, then uh then use discount code pints you know say 15% by using discount code pints but like Sheldon said man you got to hurry because once once education day hits 400 that's it that, yeah i mean wow. in order to stay compliant right you know it is what it is so right. you know now the expo itself will be able to allow more people okay but in the small room settings it's allowed to a maximum room, you know, occupancy, but the expo itself, they've already at that, uh, uh, at the, uh, I was going to say casino, it's not a casino, at that, what do they call those big resorts? Yeah, at those resorts, Mm -hmm. they've already had successful uh, expos going, so uh, Sheldon is extremely, I mean, he's 100 percent confident it'll happen.
1: Happen, good. Yeah. Okay.
0: Now, the only thing, you know, what uh, I was up at Joel at Flawless Finish. Uh-huh. Uh I was up at his place earlier, and uh, his his deal was was well, we haven't gotten into flu season yet. That's true. So you know, it's once flu season hits, you know, we don't a lot of stuff gets gets linked in with COVID.
1: That's true, but you also got to remember. It's flu season, but also people are still social distancing. Um, So you're
0: saying maybe flu will be less this year?
1: I think so, because even in my case, my little guy, he was going to uh, daycare five days a week. We've Mm -hmm. cut him back to two days going into flu season. So you'll notice a lot of, you know, in my case, a lot of parents doing the same thing. And um, schools just opened back up, but you still got them altering days. So
0: I, I will say the one good, you know, there's some annoying things that have happened. Of course, there's there's businesses that have gone completely out because of it. But I will say as a as a human being, it's great that everybody's a lot cleaner. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, right. now everybody washes mm. their hands. Right now, everybody uses sanitizer. You know, the mask is annoying. But mm. hey, we're all well, should I mean. stay a little healthier. You know, I mean, there's a lot of cool things that have developed And maybe we'll be healthier out of, you know, out of the debacle of COVID <laughs> Right, exactly it, it, it could, oh, here we go All right, we're going to get some singing? Yeah. Can you sing your ABCs? No ABCs, huh? Yeah. Oh, yeah, well, you know, daddy's got to talk a little bit well, <laughs> kids are the best. Kids Nine are the best. Hours. So, uh, Kenya, when, when you get out of college, you go to work, um, you said you were starting to detail, you know, more on a part-time basis and then still working. What was it that uh, sent you over the edge to just go full-time with it? Oh, uh,
1: man, I, I tore my rotator cuff. Okay. Yeah, I took my rotator cuff, and it was some time that I had to. Which one? Uh, my right hand, my right shoulder. Okay.
0: Did you get surgery?
1: I did get surgery. Right. I was out I, of work. I didn't. Oh, right, lucky so you! Push, push seat. Oh wow! That's all I got. Yeah, I don't
0: have much in it. that rotator cuff. Just completely, almost like I got nothing on it.
1: Wow. Yeah, mine was in. A, Good for you. I was a 70, a 70 year old terror. Was like this. Yeah. So it was pretty bad. Um, you know, after setting me down, man, and picking up this one book um, that I like um, by a pastor by the name of T.D. Jakes Um you know it was just some things that I was reading in the book that kind of resonated with me you know. What's the book? As uh, I want to say it's not it's not sore but it was kind of like he has like a series of books. I think it was now, like. Now
0: T.D. Jake is the bigger guy that sweats a lot and has a
1: towel. <laughs> That's him. Oh man I yeah, like yeah, him. I, was, Dude, I think it was, was called. The book was called Destiny. Des- okay. Destiny. Yeah. So you know, early that year in 2015, I lost my first cousin. She was a girl. You want
0: to talk about momentum. He can start at a level, and yeah. then by the time he's done, whew, everybody's yep. in just this, whew, and he's up there going. Yep. I mean, it's, yep. it's really impressive. Yep.
1: Yep. But was the book it's called Sore? So, no, actually, it's called Destiny. Oh, I'm sorry. So, I'm yeah, sorry. Destiny. So he had two books Sore and Destiny. So I read Destiny. And uh, like I said, my my first cousin passed away in 2015 and she was the only girl. And I was like, man, like, what if I don't try this, you know? And what if I don't try this? I only got one life shot. At least I'm leaving my job on full terms. I'm not, you know, I'm not, you know, getting fired or anything like that. But I said, if I don't try this business, at least give it a shot. I'll never know. And it kind of resonated with me that. There's a lot of people that's probably passed away to try to fulfill their dreams, but they never tried it. So after sitting down for two months, I I thought long and hard. I told my wife, you know, Hey, I'm leaving in January. I wrote down some goals. It was towards like the end of uh, 2015. I said, I'm leaving next year full time. I said, are you on board? And she didn't really believe me, but she said, I'm on board and I will support me and she supported me. And, she found a place that was up here where we at, that place location I'm in, and she said, hey, I seen this place because I was trying to stay mobile and where we was living at the time, which is like 45 minutes from here, and she wanted to get back closer to here, so she had a plan. I didn't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so her plan was to get closer to here, raise a family. It's a better place to raise a family, and, and I said, all right, well, I'll just make it work. I know I'm not working at the shipyard full-time anymore, so that's what I did, and here we are, four years later, man. Four years later.
0: All right, but let's go back to that moment because, like I talked about, you know, with you on the way down here, uh, you know, there's there's a lot of detailers that are just hopping in, if we want to call it the game, right? Business is a game. It really is. It's trying about about figuring out how it works, what works, sometimes what works for a little bit doesn't work later. Like it's literally a puzzle game of trying to figure out how to make money and how to grow your business. It right. really is. So. Let's look back to some of those very early times um, where you say you got two months that you're really sitting down thinking about it. Um, you know, what, what goes through your head? You know, what, what were you tossing back and forth? What, what gave you the final up to to finally make the leap?
1: Um, final leap came when I was uh, actually, man, I met with my supervisor. Um, actually, my director of my division I was working for. And, you know, he came in and said, uh, you know, because I was like on a two-year rotation at my job. And that was for me to learn about the whole job. And, you know, we're talking about a place that's employed 20,000 people. And I thought I was on a fast track to become a supervisor. I kind of been around the whole shipyard. And I kind of felt like I know a few things a lot more than I did before by sitting in one spot. So I had a meeting with him, and I was like, um, hey, you know, I'm trying to, you know, advance. I'm trying to move on and do something different. He was like, nah, I need you back. I was like, okay. So what's the plan for me to come back to being just a nuclear engineer and doing the same thing I've done? I, I helped put, the, like I said, the reactors in one ship as a, as a recycle on the next ship. So mm-hmm. I said, you know, I don't want to do this again. I don't want to be stuck, you know, because, you know, you, you get a nice— corporate job, you stuck, you get a nice living, you get a house and then you just st- stuck. You nothing. I was like, "Man, I don't see myself working for somebody else. I'm too gifted. I'm too talented to let my time be wasted on sitting here in a location." Yeah, man. So, that was it. That took me over.
0: So basically, you already had something inside of you and it finally just hit a point. Correct. Yeah. I'm with you on that. I mean, that was me too. I right? the the track that I had had it, you know I I grew up like we talked about super conservative I I was actually in seminary going through about finished about thirty something hours was working at a church um and was just man I, I'm with you man I just I felt com- just incomplete like well okay so what's next there was no next there was nothing like I just like I, I I'm not this isn't me anymore like I just can't do this I can't see me doing it the rest of my life. So I'm with you, and I took that I took that leap too, um, and and I I just quit and hopped in full time. All right, our our lovely waitress is here. Please tell us your name. My name's Ashley. In Ashley. Ashley. All right, Ashley's looking for our food order, so we gotta put a pause. We'll get down to Ashley. We'll get some food ordered, and we'll keep going. All right, cool. All right, so we ordered the food. What'd you get, man?
1: Surprise. Fries. Fries tell me you got fries. You get fries?
0: Are they yummy? Yeah. They are? Do you like the cookie, though? Yeah, that's a another human. Yeah. <laughs> do you like cookies? Yeah. You do? I think Daddy got you a cookie, too. Mm-hmm. Do I get a bite of that chocolate chip? Remember Please? we talked about me getting a bite of that chocolate <laughs> chip? Okay. Thank you. All right, so where were we? Do you remember? (laughs) Oh. Oh yes. All right, you coming to hang out with me? All right, we're chopping it up. All right, so I'm working and I'm I'm just not happy. Uh, I'm frustrated. All right. We take a little photo together, aren't we? Cool. And, and so so just like a lot of other people right now, so, you know, you were there at the training, you showed up at Tango Mikes, and you know, there's people there that, you know, because of COVID and because of what's happened, they've lost their jobs or they've been downsized or, you know, or they've just been cut back. or And it's also just a good time, right? When we've said it for years, in our industry, it's one of the lowest cost entry points to get into the game and into business. Okay. And so at this point, somebody might be looking for an avenue to get in. They, you know, this is a good time for them to do it because they might, oh, no, don't hit it. Uh, you know, because maybe where they're at financially or maybe where, you know, they've been, now their their income has changed. And so they need to subsidize mm-hmm. their income with maybe doing it on the weekends or doing it at nights and as you were going through that, you know, how how was it going back and forth? And, you know, if you're going to, you know, maybe meet the, one of these guys at Mobile Tech or, you know, see him sometime, what would you, you know, what would you share with them?
1: Man, I would say, man, be creative, man. You know, the old ways of doing business is not the, you know, it's not the norm nowadays, you know. You know, you got to be very flexible. You know, here it is. I have two cell phones. One is a business, you know. I'm taking calls after hours. I'm, I'm waking up early, getting calls. I'm waking up to emails. I mean, I'm being very flexible to somebody's time. I'm taking weekend appointments. You know, I'm trying not to work as many weekends, but I do take some more weekend appointments, some Sundays possibly if I have to. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm, I'm also offering a pick up and drop off service. compared to being and you're doing
0: still mobile yeah so you haven't you haven't pigeonholed yourself into one specific thing in the industry absolutely why did you go around why did why did you do it the way you did it
1: um because i found that i had to cater to my market and cater to the times and i found that by catering to the times it kind of helped me in the business you know um you know, I even opened up a storage location in Richmond because there's a huge market in Richmond or on the south side of Richmond that's open, you know. And a lot of people don't realize, like, you don't have to have a shop. Go get a storage unit. I have a storage unit that I rent once a month. Um, and it's on a month-to-month basis. I can close it down any that I'll give it I want. As long as I do one job there, it takes care of the rent and I still get to have extra money in my pocket.
0: All right, so that's a little tip.
1: Yeah, absolutely. All right. Absolutely.
0: Uh, rough price? What do you pay?
1: Uh, four seventy five.
0: Okay, so yeah, I mean, and then inside of that, you could you know store your mobile unit, or if somebody needed and wanted a shop type setting, they could come and drop it off there. Yep. That would be a way to do it. Yep. Oh my word! Look at that cookie. Ooh, that's a nice cookie. Oh. Okay,
1: super hot. Okay.
0: Okay. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, listen to him. He goes, Ooh. <laughs> yeah, spoiled yeah, rotten. You. Somebody is spoiled rotten. Yes, he is.
1: Yeah, thank the Uncle George. Yes, he is spoiled oh. rotten.
0: Yeah, you got a cookie, all right. Yeah. All right, we're gonna have to get an interview and have you talk about that cookie and how's a the cookie, KJ? Yeah, that cookie looked pretty good. It's
1: good. Yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> you tell George
0: thank you, thank you. <laughs> super cute kj uh, all right so how how's the past four years been um it it it, it, it was a it's a nice ride
1: man and um, I'm just getting to what I guess my momentum you know getting to where the brand is out there now I'm here to stay um it's, it's not a fly by night type of deal for me um even though i toy with it in my mind like you know i always go back to my full-time job because it's not paying off like i expected to but um you know i I just made a post this morning on my personal ig page i'm making it work for me you know i don't want to be you know of course i would love to be rich but this is who i am i really found that this is really who i am you know i just been around cars and all my life, and I'm just making it work, you know? And I at first I was like, man, I just started cleaning cars for a living, <laughs> you know? But after really selling down and really like, okay, I don't have to go get new business like I was in the past or trying hard, really hard. And, you know, being a former athlete, we always say that, you know, let the game come to you. And now I feel like I'm letting the game come to so me. So in a
0: sense uh – and the other thing that people will say when they're letting the game dim you, there's a lot of people that would say when people achieve like their moment of where they're, ha- you know, where everything's clicking, time in a sense a little slows down. Mm-hmm. And you just kind of do you, right? You right. just kind of do what is natural. It's almost like for people that are runners, um, there's what's called the runner high, where you know some people after about a mile or two miles. Their legs just take over, the momentum takes over, and they just get into this, this high uh-huh. that allows them to not really think too much about what they're doing, and it just naturally flows. Right. right? Uh, maybe you, you talked about being an athlete. There's definitely athletes that once they reach a certain point, right, they're just playing the game. Right. They happen to be playing the game extremely well. Right. But they're just playing. Right. So, so do you feel maybe that you've put stuff together in a point that now you, you get to just, you, you, not that you're not working less because you're working, you got yeah. phones going, you got stuff going, you you know, we were shuffling cars, like, you're <laughs> right. working, right but, but you're playing.
1: Right. And, you know, I, I, I found myself really, like I said, I, I'm getting that momentum that I've been looking for inside within my business, you know, at first it was, okay, I got to get the next i'm, I'm day-to-day detailing and like i don't know what tomorrow may hold or what kind of car i'm gonna have but now here it is i'm getting two cars dropped off today and i'm two weeks out you know uh you know just a year ago that wasn't i was unheard of it was like it was day-to-day from year going into this is the fall going into the winter you know i was like oh snap what's going to happen you know but here it is we're going to november i'm already into november you know, booked up to, like, November 9th, you know, I don't ramp and rave that I'm booked up that far because now I got a sign of weakness, you know? I need another body or yeah. two. But yeah. at the same time, I realized how much work I put in. Good for you to already
0: think that way. Yeah,
1: but it's already yeah. starting to show yeah. what I need to do. Yeah. To, you know. Well, once to you start growing, it's time to level up. Level up. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's where I am. I feel like it's, now it's just time to. Level up another notch, mm-hmm. so yeah, yep. take it
0: to the next level, man. Yeah. I I love it, uh, and I think that's what what we all need, right? Once it's almost like once you get your pace it's so hard to get your pace right yep so hard to get your cadence so hard to get everything rolling and hitting the way you do you you have it in your mind of what you want to do so right. there's a lot of there's a lot of detailers that are listening that they have a thing that they want to do it's in their mind it's in their side of them and they're like i really want to do this and how are they to find the this it's them right whatever right. they want and and it once that starts to come into fruition hmm once it starts happening, the yep. cadence of not only your body, your mind, and everything that's going on, yep. right, it's, it's almost like a little bit of a high in itself. And it's it's like, cool, yep. like
1: yep, stuff's going. Yep. And, that, and that's true, man, because, you know, you find yourself, you know, I was one of those guys that wanted to do it all. Mm-hmm. I, I found myself just wanting to be just a coding-only shop. Oh. I found myself wanting to do it. Do PPF. I found myself, you know, want to do window tint. And I was like, man, let me stick to what I know. Mm. And, you know, all the stuff going to come later. You know, like I said, one of my guys, he's practicing window tint now. I want to do the PPF. I'm like, is it really enough profit margin here where I am? You know, I don't want to tap just to have a PPF and it's not working. I'm sure a lot of guys out there making good money off of it, but that's working for them. I'm only catering to what's working for me at the current moment and allowing that to take care of everything else. So, yeah. you know, that's why I said I got my my flow of how I want things to go. Cool. So, Cool.
0: All right. So you've been pretty active in the industry overall. Yep. All right. Uh, you mentioned being on the board. Uh, mentioned uh, being I think I've known you to be active in the IDA. Mm-hmm. You know what? What drew you to the IDA? Why'd you get involved with that?
1: Um, like I said, man, I'm a, I'm an educator first. And, you know, getting into the IDA was something I was looking for education at the point. Um, I didn't, I'm always, even though being a eng- former engineer, they have uh, organizations for engineers. And I was like, hey, when we do this detailing thing, what's out there? And I stumbled across the IDA. And at the time, Rob Schufer was the president. Shout out to Rob. Yeah, what's up, big Rob? And, um. You know, I reached out and they was like, hey, you know, join and he'll be your mentor. So Rob ended up becoming my mentor. Uh,
0: well, sign me up, too. <laughs> Can I go back? <laughs> How do we go back in time to do that?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, and I, I just looking for the education piece, some things I didn't know. And I realized education has taken me this far and education is going to continue to take me this far. So I'm always trying to educate myself on the ladies and graves
0: All right, so what did you learn from Rob that was so amazing?
1: Man, um, Everything? Speaking, <laughs> speaking from a guy that, you know, that has a, a, a big operation, man, the biggest thing was, man, I learned from him was, you know, just get out there and do it, man, you mm-hmm. know. Don't, you know, try to overthink or overdo something that's already working. Just get out there, you know. And I found that, you know, you know, you got to use – what you got in the area that you're in you know stop looking towards the other areas and you know you know and i when i'm going to go get my sv testing and i did it with rob and you know he told me to look in the richmond metropolitan area you know even though it was like a year ago but i just got there this year to mm-hmm. to the richmond area and that's the metropolitan area and he was like man you know you get in that area this kind of will help you out and that's what i did so I was like, hey, you know, it's, I see it's paying off, you know. So, you know, I'm there once a month, and, you know, it's because of, you know, Rob's, you know, he kind of put it in my back. It took me a while to get it, to understand that, because I was like, for a while, it was just me. I yeah. just, the guy I got now, I just had him since January. So now that I have another guy, I'm looking to add another one. You know, I'm looking forward to really expanding to that that bottom half of the rich one area.
0: Yeah, and if anybody wants to learn from Rob. Hey, listen! Just go to the Total Off Solutions IGTV page. There's a whole series on how to grow a team, where Rob, who started off detailing in the day and uh, bartending at night for three years, mm-hmm. so let that sink in. Three years, and then he finally then was able to produce enough. But now he's got a hundred plus team members, multiple locations. The dude's an animal. Right.
1: Yeah. So, I I would love to get that to that world, but that's that's tough.
0: Man, it's tough. It's that's extremely tough. tough. The the skill set that that he has to do that uh has been pretty amazing. So how's everything been uh I know DJ's with uh, had a an interesting time this year with the IDA. Uh what's it been like being on the board? How's everything?
1: Um it's been you get to see a lot of stuff that you don't see on the, on the on the front end. Of the IDA and um, realized that I'm not there just to fill a seat, how I can bring value. It took me a while to really understand that, you know, I'm on an actual board that I can make a a difference, Mm -hmm. you know, for amongst other detailers, you know, not just for myself. And um, one of the things, since we're in the middle of COVID, I'm trying to get us to um, collaborate with the organization called the ISSA. Um, who's in the cleaning industry overall. Um, and the only piece that they're missing is the autos. And, you know, if you probably haven't noticed on the news, COVID has been talked about amongst restaurants and amongst people, but people forgetting about their vehicles. And, you know, that's having that sense of disaffecting and sanitizing. I think a lot of details are going to learn a lot from that particular organization and something that we can, have another certification for so I'm really a big advocate for us leveling up in the industry because a lot of like you said a lot of business has shut down and are told to shut down because they are are they are not a central business yeah and so they're not being a central business because of they don't have the proper credentials per se they don't have the the tools and the, 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 to properly clean a vehicle so <laughs> Us being in the forefront of the, of the industry, we can make a difference in our own communities. And that's across a the Community, globe. here we go. Yeah. I like that.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, you lost your son. He's over there somewhere. <laughs> hey, buddy, come on. Come <laughs> eat. <laughs> Food is here. So uh, we're going to hit pause. We're going to scarf down and then love to catch back up with you before we head out and uh, learn more about uh, where you see the industry going. Cool. All right, man. Mm. That cake. I gotta have another bite of that cake.
1: <laughs> yeah, help yourself.
0: I'm not a cake and sweet eater. That is that's pretty amazing. Mm. How was it fish tacos?
1: Oh man, it's amazing, man. I always love this place, so my food is always good
0: here. Yeah, fish tacos look like they were good. I had the salmon salad. It was a bunch of uh a bunch of that green leafy stuff. I'm not sure what you call it, spinach.
1: Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> man, you got my favorite. I had to give you my favorite, man.
0: It was good. That salmon was cooked so perfect. Just a little lightly salted. It's almost like it. It's not fresh out of here, though, right? I mean, they don't. Have, you don't have salmon's these parts. Salmon still comes from colder waters, doesn't it? Maybe yeah. a little further north to get it on the east coast. coast yeah, yeah. but well, we is there, get is some salmon here on too. the east yeah. coast. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Yep. Oh, so you got fresh salmon out in the waters? Waters, yeah. Oh, you yeah, do. Yeah, oh, no, that's so we're we not we're not Oklahoma, too far man. from the bay, I, you know, you know. Yeah, yeah,
1: we've, we're we're yeah. not too far from the bay, which is the Chesapeake Bay.
0: Okay, so, yep. and there's salmon in the bay. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's cool. Yep. All right. So, what's what is history lesson? What's the Chesapeake Bay?
1: So Chesapeake Bay is uh, attached to the Atlantic Ocean, um, you know. So that's like where your Virginia Beach is and your Eastern Shore, and it r- runs all the way up to the main area. All that other good stuff. So,
0: but isn't that somewhere in early history? Yeah, yeah, American history. American
1: history. Exactly. Where is
0: it? Was it? You know, I don't, I don't, know. Know. I don't I said, know. Where was the? where did they dump all the tea?
1: <laughs> yeah, that's a good history lesson. I don't know. Yeah,
0: I don't know either. Yeah, but
1: you know, that's probably Boston somewhere. Boston Tea Party. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. something like that. Yeah.
0: All right. I know your kids getting anxious, man. I I I, I just want to ask you a couple more questions if we got time. Okay. Is that cool?
1: Yeah long as he behaves.
0: Oh, well, yeah. he's running away. We might not have time. Okay. We might have to do a second episode. Okay. Because he's running away. But uh, if he hangs, nope, he's hanging tight. All right, let me pause it real quick. We'll go grab. All right, so where do you see, where do you think the future of uh, of the industry, where Where do you think the future of the IDA, where, you know, it's time you spent there on the board and, and what you've seen. Where Where do you think we go?
1: We're gonna become uh, a heavy force in in the cleaning cleaning industry. You know, it was a uh, at first was we were just strictly autos autos only, but we're gonna be labeled as essential here late um, very soon um, because of you know the things that we're putting in place with the ISSA and um, how we're going about our cleaning and disinfecting. Um, we're going to make a force here in, like I said, overall cleaning industry because you got like your janitors and you have your carpet cleaners and of that nature. But now it's time for the autos to 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 come aboard, man. And I think we're going to come aboard, um, very strong. And it's something that's going to be needed, um, for the future of the detailing industry. Uh,
0: how do you see that going? I mean, you, is that being received? How How's How's the how's the overall feeling of working with other associations and all that?
1: Um, we're still in the early stages with that. We you know, we still, you know, um, I typed up some recommendations I'm bringing to the IDA board, and um, it's going to be something that, you know, we're going to have to pretty much, you know, uh, know, realize what we want from them versus what they can do for us. And what we want from them is something that, you know, can come with education and training on, It'll come with some mentorship, but it also come with some benefits. So all those things are gonna be beneficial for all the detailers um across the globe.
0: So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh so so you said you you're getting to see things more behind the scenes. What is what does everything behind the scenes look like?
1: Um some things I can't say um because oh, okay. of the board. Uh but a lot of things gonna be beneficial for detailers, you know um i'm trying to propel and make sure guys can move their businesses forward and can be labeled as a essential a business if you will um versus just labeled as a, just it Seems a,
0: to be a big thing so I know Randy was on the pod we were on his podcast assets come on we talked about the IDA we asked a question about value of the IDA um you know i, I think that seemed to be a big push for him is is making sure that people can stay essential uh, I know being essential seems to be a thing here more than is Midwest. You know Midwest, everybody stayed essential. You know Florida, everybody was still essential. You know, so it's it's pockets. Why is it? Why is it on your radar to make sure that people are essential?
1: Yeah, because I mean, you gotta think of car wash. You gotta think of yeah, car a volume, essential. A volume, yeah. you know, us as detailers, you know, we kind of label it as you know, not car washers. We don't have that huge volume, but we're adding value to a car. And I think people forgetting about how much value we can add versus a a car wash. Because I know here locally, a lot of car washers wasn't doing no interior cleaning. And we were, throughout the whole pandemic, still offering our interior services because we found that's where we bring in value. Because think about it. People are going into stores. They're going to Walmart. But they're going to touch things. But people forgetting they're going to touch the things that they, the high touch points, like mm-hmm. the steering wheel, like the gear shifters, yeah. like the door handles. Don't, those uh, are potentially points. That I think are.
0: one of the most beneficial videos was from Larry uh, at Ammo. Yeah. Did a video about how to handle the gas station pump, how to, you know, pump your gas yep. now. All those touch points like you talked about. Yep. That are extremely, you know, we pass off a lot of stuff back and forth. Absolutely. You know, and uh, that education, yeah, is extremely important.
1: Yeah, because if you have that education, then, you know, it's kind of one of the things. You can be better fit and add more
0: more value
1: to your business and bring more revenue to your business if you have that proper training. Yeah. You know, not going off the CDC alone or going off of what somebody told me or, you know, you having that knowledge in your back pocket, man. You can add value and. Be extremely, you know, well versed in your detailing business.
0: All right. So one of the questions we've been asking lately, which has been interesting to hear different perspectives, uh, what value do you feel the IDA brings to detailers?
1: Um, I, I think it's it's that level of of education and being able to network with the what I say the top guys and then top manufacturers all in one place. You don't have to go outside of, you know, I know this person or that, I can know of that company. You got all those guys in one place. You got to be able to use those guys in that one place. You know, not necessarily that you got to take, 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 but let them know how their products are going. Let them know how a detailing operation is going because they don't see the day-to-day stuff. So we have a potential uh, to add value to these organizations that they don't know about. Think about it. They sell products. They sell, you know, at the end result, like you, like yourself, you sell products, but you get to see hands on how it's going.
0: Yeah. Do you think that's not, not, you know, it's almost like extra weight on the detailer though. I know that was Rennie's point. Rennie said, "Hey, every detailer should make a video and put it out about why the idea is so important." I'm like. But isn't that the IDA's position to put it out, to go after, you know, why does a detailer need to take time out of their day and out of their business to support the IDA? Why wouldn't the IDA put that out to support the detailers?
1: Because I'm finding out more and more, a lot of people haven't joined because you got people not pushing the IDA like they should.
0: And well, But my point is the IDA isn't pushing. It's always, to me, the IDA right. is always about the detailer needs to support the IDA. The IDA. And what's the detailer going to do for the IDA? And I think there's, in this moment of time, there's a lot of detailers not joining because they don't see the value in it.
1: And that's correct. And that's one of the things that I've been pushing of with this whole ISSA collaboration to bring value to other detailers. And we recognize that as a board that we have an issue there. And I think it's time that we're going to see something within it. You know, give us a little time because we're still trying to work through some things to add value to other detailers and how it can be beneficial to them. And I think with, you know, more consumer, um, you know, things point education pieces we're going to put out. And I think more of, you know, collaboration with other top organizations with the whole COVID thing. I think that'll be beneficial, you know, and that'll be value to them, but they also can put it out for their customers. You know, how long are you on the board? Uh, Ten months, nine months,
0: nine more months, ten
1: months. I I'll be on until the d- December. All Thursday? right, yeah. all right.
0: So, how long did you serve? Uh, almost a year. Okay. Did you normally is it normally a year? I thought board members stayed on longer. Is it longer? I, oh, I have no I, I, idea. I've I got never a double been able to that. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was just a year. Oh, just a year? I thought it was a oh, year. Okay, so yeah. I figured it was like a lot of other things where they cycle off after like three or four years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I think it's only a year. Okay. So, yep. Cool. Well you got a lot of work to do in nine months, huh? Yeah. Got a lot of work. Got a lot of work. All right, you, you your little one's your little one's redecorating the place. He's got <laughs> chairs all over, he's shutting and closing doors, man. Uh very nice kid. You've done a really great job. I mean two years old, man. He's He's enjoying himself, but he's, you know, he's still being. He good job, man. Yes, thank you. You know, there's there's a lot of kids that would be doing much, much, much more. So
1: yes, yes, he keeping me busy.
0: He's keeping himself busy, and he's being a good little boy, man. Yes, thank good you. job. Yep. All right, but we right. we understand the limits. <laughs> the, the limits, the limits do happen. So we'll we'll, we'll head out. Okay. Uh, you know, let people know where to find you on social. Um, you can find me at uh, I Shine for You Auto Detailing on Instagram,
1: and you can find me at Facebook at I shine for You Auto Detailing, mm-hmm. and you can find me on LinkedIn at Kenya Williams. So I'm on Ooh. all platforms.
0: All right, go take care of that he's he, I don't know. Is he's he, on an acrobat stunt. Yeah, he's on, gonna acrobats. Yeah, he's gonna acrobat himself. Oh well, he's gonna go ahead and just sit down. He just want to take the high road. Oh man, he want to take the high road to go sit down. Yeah, be careful.
1: <laughs> yep.
0: How's LinkedIn for detailing? Um, I found.
1: Very interesting, you can meet people from China, um, you can get a lot of samples, um, you can get a lot of professionals, you like, uh, I got one job off of there, a couple of jobs off there actually, and you meet with manufacturers of the cars, of autos off of there, and um, you also can uh, network with other professionals, so I found out they're very professional in the detailing industry.
0: Okay. Well, that's cool. You're the yep. first person that's ever mentioned their LinkedIn profile that oh, I can remember. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. You got you know. to. Well, he might go tumbling forward. Hey, on that hey no, man. Come on. Well, yeah. Oh, all right. Let's run. put her down. Let's put her down. Let's go get the kid, man. Thanks so much for your time, Kenya. <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, and uh, we appreciate all that you've done there on the board, all that you're going to do, pushing forward, helping detailers. Uh, there's no doubt having a strong association would help detailers, you know. <laughs> If there'd be enough value brought to where we had customers learning about detailers and what proper detailing is and where they could go for proper detailing. That's an extreme value. So I, I know DJ's pushing for that, and I, I, I'm so grateful for his time as a president and your time on the board. So, man, I really hope, I really do, that uh, that you guys can get that done before you guys cycle off, because you're detailers. You understand the need for it, and like you said, there's a lot of other. You know, there's chemical manufacturers. There's people on there. They might not know so much about detailing, though. So it's it's great that uh, that you're there doing and pushing for the agenda of detailers, man. So thank you so much for your time that uh, that you're spending there. It's free, right? I mean, you're you're not getting paid for it. You're volunteering. It's it's a lot of time invested. So I hope it pays out, and I hope uh, I hope uh, everything that you guys are doing pushes forward, man. I really do. Uh, You can find us at Pints and Polishing Podcast on Instagram or uh, Facebook or TikTok. And uh, you can find me personally. Hey, Kedja, where do people find you? Are you on uh, Kids Club yet? (laughs) He gets silent when the mic goes in front. (laughs) Oh, there he is. Tell him your name. No, but he got silent. All right, well. And uh if you wanna find him, you can find him at Nya. Yeah. At Nya. All right, that sounds like a good place. Uh if you want to meet up with me personally, shoot me a text, 918-800-1188. Or uh you can find us at Total Auto Solutions on Instagram or Facebook or any of the main platforms. So thank you for listening and uh Kenya man, thanks thanks for the uh community. Uh thanks for the food, thanks for the beer, thanks for the great talk, man. Wish you always always wish you the best, bro. Thank you.
1: Hey community, hope you enjoyed the episode. What are you doing Wednesday night at 730 Central? Let's have a beer. The Zoom ID is 918-800-1188, and the community pub opens at 730 Central. Zoom ID is 918-800-1188. We look forward to seeing you there. (coughs)